November 24, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 through chapter 3, verse 7. Dear brothers and sisters, you are foreigners and aliens here. So I, Peter, warn you to keep away from evil desires, because they fight against your very souls. Be careful how you live among your unbelieving neighbors. Even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior, and they will believe and give honor to God when He comes to judge the world. For the Lord's sake, accept all authority, the king as head of state, and the officials he has appointed. For the king has sent them to punish all who do wrong and to honor those who do right. It is God's will that your good lives should silence those who make foolish accusations against you. You are not slaves, you are free, but your freedom is not an excuse to do evil. You are free to live as God's slaves. Show respect for everyone, love your Christian brothers and sisters, fear God, show respect for the King. You who are slaves must accept the authority of your masters. Do whatever they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are harsh. For God is pleased with you when, for the sake of your conscience, you patiently endure unfair treatment. Of course, you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong. But if you suffer for doing right and are patient beneath the blows, God is pleased with you. This suffering is all part of what God has called you to. Christ, who suffered for you, is your example. Follow in His steps. He never sinned, and He never deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when He was insulted. When He suffered, He did not threaten to get even. He left His case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. He personally carried away our sins in His own body on the cross so we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. You have been healed by His wounds. Once you were wandering like lost sheep, but now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. In the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands, even those who refuse to accept the good news. Your godly lives will speak to them better than any words. They will be won over by watching your pure, godly behavior. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty that depends on fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should be known for the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. That is why the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, when she called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat her with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. If you don't treat her as you should, your prayers will not be heard. Psalm 119, 
verses 49 through 64. The Word of God will bring comfort to your life if you will let it. The writer suffered affliction and persecution because of his faith, but the Word gave him comfort and hope, as we shall see as we read here. When the days are difficult and the nights are long, remember God's promises in God's name, and He will comfort you. If you're true to God's Word, you'll have friends who are worth having. Solomon taught this same lesson in Proverbs chapter 2. If you walk with the wicked, well, you can expect that uh, that will reflect in your life, and it will bind you. But if you walk with God's people, they will help you to enjoy life and liberty. People who love the Word will be glad to see you, and will turn to you and help you. When we step back and take a look at this world, we see beauty. We see tall mountains that reach the highest altitudes. We see great bodies of water that cover most of Earth's unsearched surface. We see deep valleys that divide one mountain from another. We see man-made inventions that are results of hard work and creativity. Above all, we see people. The most beautiful of all creation people. Yet with all this beauty in the world, we still see great sadness, vast hatred, constant war, abundant evil, unexplainable pain, poverty, division, terrorism, and oppression. What is there to be thankful for? We can be thankful for our health, family, friendships, freedom, home, education, clean water, food, and employment. But what about those that don't have these things? What can they be thankful for? And what if all these things we have today were taken away from us? What then would we be thankful for? Is our thankfulness based on what we have here on earth? Or is it based on something much greater than ourselves? Something eternal. Something that you don't lose when you die, but you gain. Something that cannot be taken from you because it goes on forever. Your life. That God crafted out of the love and goodness of his heart and wrapped it in a perfect and eternal purpose. That can't be compared to the pain experienced in our earthly bodies nor matched to the beauty we see in this world. We can be thankful for the breath of life that makes us the living beings we are. That we don't just walk the surface of this planet aimlessly, with nothing to look forward to. But we exist to forever experience over and over again the grace, love, and joy of our Creator, Jesus Christ. Let's be thankful for everything we have here on earth, but above all, be thankful for our salvation and for what is yet 